Hello, and welcome back to Alicia's Perspective, where I, Alicia, talk about stuff I'm feeling. And today is a really big therapy session. <laughs> um, today I'm going to talk about what it means to be unlikable. This could also just be the, the peak of my emotions because I'm in a current discussion with one of my friends. I wouldn't really consider it an argument, it's kind of just me blowing up and explaining how I feel about stuff. Um, so again, you guys are just my therapist, just airing everything out and how I'm feeling. But my friend mentioned that I have a detrimental way of navigating romantic and uh, platonic relationships. And I asked what they meant by that. And he said that sometimes, you know, drama seems to circle around me and there isn't really any way to fix it. And that, you know, I have red flags and whatnot. Um, and that people have, you know, said that I shouldn't, that they shouldn't be friends with me. Um, so I'm going to talk about how that makes me feel. Um, I'm going to deep dive a little bit into my childhood. So throw back to my childhood episode a little bit. Um, when I was growing up, which I'll tell the story of how I was bullied before, but when I was growing up, I was bullied by two of my closest friends in second grade. And actually, I may as well just tell the story now. I should have made it, I should make it a separate episode, but it's fine. It, it'll play into this one. Um, it was Christmas time before winter break. And you know, we're at an elementary school, second grade. Uh, we're watching the Polar Express, you know, drinking the hot chocolate and stuff like that. And I was with one of my, who I considered a best friend. Let's call her Elle. Um, and then this new girl came. We'll call her Bread, I guess, if I can remember that because her hair is brown. Um, oh, actually, yeah, let's switch it. We'll call it Cheese and Bread because the other one, Elle, is blonde. Um, but yeah, so we're watching the Polar Express and I used to have this journal where I would write down all of these like positive moments in my life because I didn't really have any friends growing up and stuff. Like everybody seemed to have their like cliques. Um, but by the time I hit second grade, I just felt like I didn't have anyone or at least first grade. Um, which I know isn't saying a lot because you say like growing up, you know, you're only alive for like a few years, but like everyone by like pre-K had friends, you know, and everyone had you know, these, these families, you know, like a mom and a dad and this like perfect life where their parents weren't divorced and they had siblings. And I guess not having that, it made me feel a certain type of way. <laughs> um, so by first grade, I met Cheese and I don't remember too much of our friendship back then, but by, by the time we hit second grade, we were like besties. Like I considered her my best friend and I thought vice versa. Till Bread came to the school and we all started to be kind of becoming friends, you know? It was like a, like a trio type thing. Um, we'd hang out and whatever. We're mostly school friends, but sometimes we hang out outside of school. But flash forward to the Panda Express, the Panda Express, um, Polar Express thing. And I grabbed my notebook because I, I used kind of like to remind me of why life was good because there were times where I didn't really think life was that great. And when I went to get it, I saw that Cheese had whispered something in Bread's ear while they were looking at me and they started laughing. 
So I went over and I asked them what they'd said because they were like, it looked like they were making fun of me in some way, but I wasn't sure. I was also very insecure, um, which is kind of relatable now. Sometimes I get pretty insecure sometimes. Um, I said sometimes twice, but oh well. Uh, they, they told me not to worry about it, but I couldn't get it out of my head because I had this picture perfect life right now i had friends and even if i didn't have like that family i had my grandparents and my mom who were taking care of me i was like you know i had i was doing really really well in school my teacher loved me people actually started like paying attention to me and stuff like i wouldn't consider myself to be popular but i had friends you know people knew who i was and them whispering and not telling me what it was just kind of like you know in the hunger games when they realize sorry spoiler when they realize it's just like a dome or something, it's not actually outside. That's kind of how it felt. Like they were like breaking that perfect world I put myself in, you know? So later on, I called Bread on my home phone because, you know, cell phones. We had cell phones, obviously. It wasn't like Blackberry was a thing, but I didn't have one. I don't even think I had my iPod at the time. But I called Bread's house and you know, I asked to speak to her and I asked her what she had said. And she basically i don't remember verbatim what she said but that i was like fat and ugly and a bitch and like a terrible friend or something and i didn't know what gave her that impression because i basically worshipped this girl so i then called cheese and asked you know her grandparents picked up her grand her grandma i think um because i think she also lived with like her grandparents or something uh they picked up and i asked to speak to her and so i asked her like did she say that and she said no and i was like okay <laughs> well brett said you said this and i'm just curious as like if you did like why like what gave you that impression you know because i thought we were friends and then she started crying and her grandparents were back on the phone and were like she's crying she's saying she didn't do it um i don't know what to tell you and i was like okay so we eventually came back to school um, I think this was after the break, but I'm not too sure. Um, and my teacher, my she, she used to be my favorite teacher, my secondary teacher. She looks at me with disgust when I walk in the room. And I ask her why she's looking at me like that. And she said, because she doesn't support liars or something along those lines. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Basically, cheese and bread had told everyone that I lied for this drama to get attention or something. And I didn't know this, I didn't know what to make of it. You know, this was the first time something like this ever happened where I was just trying to find why my friend didn't, find out why my friend didn't like me anymore. And they, they said that. And this went on for months. Um, there was one time we had a substitute where we had like little like, what's the word? Like stations in the classroom. And I was at like the computer station doing like a game that we were supposed to do. And bread and cheese came up to me and i had like little notes or like letters and they showed me showed them to me briefly and i'm like look we have and i didn't get a chance to read it um and so then i they put it back in their book bags and they both went to the bathroom and by this point i was already like frustrated with them obviously um with other stuff in between besides like all the whispering and the being alone at recess because everyone told them to stay away or every she they told everyone to stay away from me so i would just read a book you know at the tree um, I, there was even a time where this girl, um, we'll, we'll call her, 
knife, I guess. Actually, we'll call her Rock because it fits the situation. Uh, Rock came up to me and threw a rock at her head and then went to go tell one of the teachers who was patrolling recess that I threw a rock at her and the teacher made me go inside for recess and I was like, so, so I can read a book inside? <laughs> like, I didn't fucking throw a rock at this bitch, okay? It just pissed me off. Anyway, flash forward to the to the letter thing. They went to the bathroom. We had a sub. I went, I went in Cheese's backpack and I read the letter and basically... They were writing a letter to their parents saying I said all of these really negative and rude things to them. And they were just going to give it to them as like evidence, which would not hold up. Um, I think. I don't know. They didn't actually get to do it because I brought it to the substitute. And I was like, hey, they both wrote this letter. This didn't happen. You've been watching us this entire time. I've been at the, at the computer station. Like this did not occur. And then they got in trouble and then we went to go see the principal and I almost got suspended. And I had to write um, like a yellow form or something, whatever it's called, where I was like inside for recess, just writing like everything I was doing wrong for like three months, um, which didn't really affect me because I just read a book during recess anyway. So I was just, again, reading a book inside. Um, but I had to still fill out those forms saying why I was in the wrong. And every time I would do it, I would write, nothing happened, because I am not at fault, it's them, and then they would get mad at me and make me write another form. And this went on for the rest of second grade. By third grade, they separated all of us because they realized like that was a mess. Fourth grade comes around, I now have a class with Cheese, and Bread has a friend who's in my same class, so then she got transferred into the class, and that obviously caused a minute to ruckus. Um, there was a point where they kept like sending me like little notes saying really rude things to me like on the desk and stuff like like putting it on my desk and I would read it and I got upset and Rock actually came up to me and asked me if I was okay and I thought she was just sent by them so I was like no just leave me alone and then when she got frustrated and was like okay fine whatever I was like ah, never mind sorry and I saw them laughing about it so I went up to this to our sub that we had at the time because there was another sub and I was like hey can I go to the counselor's office and she asked why, and I told her, and she said yes. I went to the counselor, and I basically just said, like, I don't think I want to be alive anymore. It doesn't seem like anybody likes me. No one talks to me, and when they do, they're just making fun of me. Um, and she basically just said, like, how about we do a group counseling session to fix it? But only two people can be there at once, so I had to do one with bread alone and one with cheese alone. But cheese never actually came around to do it, so it was just with bread where we had to sit one-on-one -on -one with the principal of the elementary school to explain what happened, along with like two sixth graders as like trial people or something. It was weird. And just explain the situation and nothing really came of it. And it was kind of ignored. And that's pretty much it that happened in sixth grade. But I mentioned this because this was the first time something happened that like was considered detrimental that I've done where I was not at fault and when I say that I don't mean that every time something happens that I'm this like perfect angel that never does anything wrong I've made many mistakes I have there have many times there have been many times in college especially where I was not a good friend you know where I wished bad on some people because I was jealous where I let my emotions get the best of me but every day I wake up and I can't sleep sometimes 
because I keep thinking back to why don't people like me? You know, I am try, I try to be open and communicative, communicative, <laughs> that's the word, with my feelings and I try to be a good friend and sometimes it doesn't work out like that and then I lose people and for a while I beat myself up over it and I felt really bad about myself and it got to a point again where I didn't want to be alive anymore. This happened in seventh grade too. I met this girl who transferred and she was in regular classes and I was in honors. In my eighth grade she was put in all honors and everybody worshipped her and I didn't know how to take it because I was just jealous because people used to like look to me for homework answers but then they started looking to her and it felt like she was just mocking me and I don't think that was her intention but like like I wanted to write we were writing an essay or something and we needed to read like 600 words and so we were talking about the essay assignment and I was like oh I, I got to 612 and she's like oh cool I just made 613 why? <laughs> like it just it just felt like she was doing it on purpose and I don't think she was I think she was just like playing with me but at the time just like my ego was so bruised and I, I felt ashamed and I was embarrassed and I still am that I even let it affect me like that and I had a therapist for like all of eighth grade where I would tell her how I just didn't want to be alive anymore <laughs> because I keep getting all of these bad emotions and these bad feelings and I don't know how to handle them and it doesn't seem like people really want to be my friend because whenever they do, they always find someone better. And they always think someone's more interesting than me. And it sounds stupid. You know, it's just sitting here self-pitying over nothing, over literally something that I'm, I'm just whining and I don't know how to fix it. So when my friend now says that I have red flags and people consider me to be toxic and there's just something about me that makes it hard for people to be in my circle, to be my friend. I don't know how to take that. I don't want to be offended. I don't think I'm really offended. I guess I'm just frustrated because all my life I've just felt like, I don't, challenged? I don't know if that's the word. Um. I just threatened, threatened. Because I'm used to people just wanting to be my friend and coming to me for things. But the second, the second they find someone better, they leave me alone and they stop being my friend. And then when I voice my opinion, when I say that that hurts my feelings and that I hate being left out of things, they call me a problem, they say that I'm toxic, they say I have red flags because I'm emotional and I'm dramatic, and then they go online and they say all these negative things about me, and then I have to sit here <laughs> and try to not sound like a victim when I say that all I wanted to do was just be myself and put myself first, because I keep putting other people's feelings above my own, and then when it happens, I feel awful, and then when I put myself first, then I'm the bad guy that I'm this person that's selfish and jealous and an awful friend and I'm toxic and I don't know what to do to fix it and I don't know how to sit here and not whine about how people don't like me and I don't know how to sit here and, and say like oh I'm I, I'm a good person I swear am I I don't know how to make myself out to be a good person I don't know how to work on myself because every time I work on myself I come back to I should put myself first and I should make sure that I feel mentally okay. But when I feel mentally okay and I put myself first, it just ends up rising up 
these these jealous and awful emotions that I act on because I don't know how to control them and then it hurts other people and then they say things about me and they do things and I'm detrimental and I don't know how to fix it and I guess I'm sorry you know to everyone I've I've hurt and to everyone I've been a bad friend to because I keep trying to work on myself and I keep trying to be a better person and be a better friend and every time it just ends up hurting other people and then every time I feel awful about myself so I sit here and I wonder how I can fix it and there isn't really an answer other than stop <laughs> stop feeling jealous stop being angry and I don't know how I try to you know to, to push it down suppress it and I don't know how to fix it and you know as always if you're if you're going through a similar situation and you feel hurt or betrayed or left out or you just you're the ones doing it on on accident I'm sorry I can't hear you but I'm here for you thanks for listening